welcome to, um, I think this is the 28th episode of the Eaching with Clarity podcast. Anyway, welcome, and I hope you enjoy it. This one features a listener's reading. Elizabeth asked for advice on writing her memoir and received hexagram 61 in a truth, changing at lines 1, 4, and 6 to 47, confining. If there's one thing to listen for in this reading, I think it's how easily Elizabeth connects with the imagery and all the different ways the reading speaks to her. When I get to the trigrams of hexagram 61, the wind over the lake, I ask first if she's familiar with trigrams, like I usually do if I'm reading for someone new. And she says, no, this is new to her. She hasn't encountered the trigrams before. So here's an almost complete newcomer to the Yi. And she can relate quite intuitively and naturally to the picture of the wind over the lake and the shape of the hexagram with its inner space and those piglets and fishes and all the rest. It's really a perfect illustration of why nobody needs to quote-unquote simplify the Yi's imagery out of existence to make it relatable. It doesn't need fixing. It's not broken. So, here's the reading. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for bringing a reading. Oh, Um, thank you for having me. Yeah, so you ask what approach or attitude to adopt to have the best chance of serving other people through your writing. Um, What's the writing? Fill in a bit of background for us. Yeah, I'm thinking of a particular project that I have had in mind um, and have even started. Uh, it's been a few years that I've had this project in mind, but I'm, I've am i stalled on the progress um, in the past with the project, in part because I'm very busy and I have competing responsibilities, um, uh, but also mm-hmm. because it's a difficult project to write. It's a memoir project, and um, I don't usually work in memoir. I usually work in fiction or mm-hmm. nonfiction. And so one of the challenges for me is motivation and to sort of delving into this project that I know is worth doing, but it's going to be personally somewhat difficult to do. Um, and first of all, it's just challenging for me to write about myself. I feel a little exposed. Uh, and this project in particular is quite personal and deals with some difficult personal material. And so to motivate myself, I I know that this is something I, I need to do in part because, in great part, because I think it will help people. I think it would be helpful mm-hmm. to people who've been through similar things. And so this attitude of service is what I want to bring to it. Um, but I'm wondering how to maintain that focus and that motivation mm. um, to see me yes. through what is not always going to be an easy process. Mm. Yeah. So what approach or attitude to adopt? And he says hexagram 61 in a truth, changing at lines 1, 4, and 6 to 47, confining and exhaustion and oppression and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Inner truth and confining. I think those two hexagrams kind of multiply one another. Um, mm. They are both very, very 
inward. I mean, inner truth is about inward trust and um, hexagram 47, amongst other things, is about the lack of trust and connection to what's outside. Mm -hmm. um, so it's very much moving into your own little world or your own large world. Um, it's very, very interior, I think. Very mm -hmm. much that way directed, which is interesting when you talked about the best attitude to have a chance of serving other people. Um, mm -hmm. Because it's uh, it's not particularly about other people, I think. Right. That was mm. the confusion I had with it. I'm just a mm. beginner in terms of reading, but that was a one contradiction that I noted. And then the other one was that relationship between inner truth, but also with 47, the idea that people are not going to believe what you have to say or people are mm. not going to accept. Yes. Mm. Or that I was don't... some hints that I came up with. Yeah, what do you think I don't that? think that's what 47 means. Okay. Um, the, the lines are, there are words not trusted. Um, mm. But I, I think that's basically referring to the words you hear, not the words you say. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I'd like to talk about inner truth and then talk about confining and then we kind of put the pillars in place and then we can put the moving lines in between okay so inner truth yeah it means what it says i'm the word for inner and center um the character possibly probably originally showed um represented a drum mounted on a pole and the pole goes, you know, goes through the center of the character. Um, but it also has this sense of, of resonance and what goes through the center of you. And it always, you know, it reminds me of being next to a really big drum. And, mm. uh, you know, you, you feel the vibrations in your marrow. It has that kind of feel. At least in this hexagram, it does. Um, and then truth. Ooh, oh, that means trust and sincerity and confidence um it's a quality that um inspires confidence but it's also especially the sincerity and truth that um that you have it it was described as what made offerings possible having foo having that open-hearted connection so inner truth is, yeah, it's what resonates inwardly. It's mm -hmm. the truth you know in your core. Mm -hmm. And if you, if you picture the hexagram itself, I think it's kind of a diagram of this. You know what I mean? There are two solid lines and two mm -hmm. broken lines making an open space in the center and two solid lines above. Um, so it's, it's a container. It's, um, mm. It's holding that inner space, enclosing the center, and you know, holding it secure. Mm -hmm. So this is very much directing you to saying you know, inner experience in there. Yes, that's where it is. Mm -hmm. um, mm. It helps to see the opposite. I think it's mm -hmm. it's not the hexagram it's paired with, which is sixty-two. 
um, where the two yang lines, the two solid lines are at the center. And then there are two mm -hmm. yin lines below and two yin lines above. So you have this little solid sort of creature in the middle of this big open space. And the text talks about a small bird. And you imagine a small bird in a big landscape mm -hmm. or being a very small person crossing a very large mountain. Um, you have sex hexagram 62. It really relativizes your experience. Um, yeah. Whereas 61 is filled up with its own truth. Mm hmm. Hmm. Mm. That makes sense for memoir writing, actually. It does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm. Mm -hmm. And it's not like um, writing a large sweep of history or something, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Interesting. It's your, yeah, it's your experience that you're writing. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. The contrast says that small exceeding, that's 62, steps over the line, and inner truth means trust. So there's 62, it's kind of going out over the threshold and same time out from the center and maybe out from the place of balance. And it feels a bit wobbly. Mm. Um, inner truth means trust. It feels centered. It feels balanced. It knows where it is. Mm -hmm. mm. The oracle for this one, it's, uh, it's very sweet. Inner truth, piglets and fishes, good fortune. Fruitful to cross the great river, and constancy bears fruit. Piglets and fishes. <laughs> it's adorable. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, I think it kind of spoils it when people try to get too elevated about interpreting the piglets and fishes, because to start with, that food. Mm -hmm. um, it's and, nourishment. And mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's simple food for ordinary people. This is, you know, this is not corn on blow. This is pigs and fish. Everybody's got them in their village. Um, they've got some pigs running round and they can catch fish in the river. Um, and so, you know, it's okay. You're provided for. And this is, um, this is an inner truth in the way. Cause it's, it's in a way it's riches contained. It's something to hold on to. Mm. Um, the other thing to know about pigs and fishes is that they're animals used in offerings, mm -hmm. but only in sort of small offerings by simple people. The big important people made big important offerings with hundreds of sheep and oxen and, you know, very fancy oxen that are reared specially for it and the special colours and so on. We've got some pigs, we've got some fish, so we can make an offering and that's enough. This can be made with truth and confidence, with trust, mm -hmm. uh, with the food that's in the name of the hexagram. Um, so overall, there's the sense of being fully connected. You receive what you need. You have enough to make the offering and open the channel. And it doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be sophisticated, grand, huge, ambitious, pigs and fishes. Mm. You know, that's fine. That's plenty. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. This doesn't have to be the sort of earth-shattering magnum opus. It doesn't have to be in five volumes. Um, that actually be, but... is quite helpful, yeah, because <laughs> there is something about this project that feels very daunting to me. And mm. you know, how do you, how do I capture what I want to capture um, when it seems quite vast and complex? So, um, framing it in terms of a simple offering, mm. I think is really helpful. Mm -hmm. Good, yeah.
and then it's fruitful to cross the great river. Mm -hmm. um, you know, instead of just walking down the bank of the river, which would be a normal, sensible thing to do, unless but if you have somewhere to go, um, if you have new areas you want to explore and a journey that you want to continue on the opposite bank, then you're going to take the plunge and go against the current and take the risk of wading through. So it has that sense of explore, commit. Mm -hmm. And you can do that on the strength of inner truth, which is partly on the strength of inner conviction, I yes. think, and also out of the sense of being provided for. Mm. And constancy bears really fruit. Mm. Mm -hmm. It is. Constancy mm -hmm. bears fruit. Keep going. Always important for writing projects. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> mm. Um, another picture this gives you is the one made by the trigrams. Do you know what I mean by that? Trigrams? No. no? Mm -mm. Okay. This um, is new. Your this is new. Well, brilliant. Uh, your hexagram is made of six lines. You've, mm -hmm. um, you've seen them. That divides into two groups of three lines and each set of three lines. There are eight different arrangements of three lines and each one represents a different, um, a different natural energy, a different way of moving, a different kind of personality. Mm -hmm. um, and when two of them are put together to form a hexagram, they also paint pictures. This one mm. paints a picture of the wind over the lake. There's okay. bottom three lines, the two solid mm. lines with the yin line above them. The water is rippling on the top and the, the reflections are, you know, sort of still below the ripples, as it were. Um, mm -hmm. So it's like looking down into a lake. And the one above, um, which is, it's the, it's the same that, but upside down. It's, it's mirror image is the, the wind you know, moving continuously above the earth with two solid lines and then interrupted by the things it touches on the surface of the earth. And that's the broken line at the bottom. Mm -hmm. um, so you have wind moving over the lake, the inner lake. When lake is the inner trigram, it tends to have to do with um, conversation, with ideas in circulation. And so your, it's your inner conversation because it's on the inside. Mm -hmm. your images and reflections of the world above and how the ideas circulate. And wind on the outside, um, it spreads, it travels. Um, it um, probably picks up the moisture from the lake and distributes it widely. It goes out and has influence in the world. If you think of the picture of the two, you have the wind blowing over the lake and it's stirring up the water and moving it and setting up ripples and carrying the moisture further afield. And so there's this kind of continuous conversation between the two happening in that inner space with the two, where the two yin lines meet mm -hmm. in the middle. The wind's moving the lake. The lake is moving up into the wind as this open inner space in the middle where they're, where they're mixing all the time. Mm -hmm. And some wise people wrote and wrote the image about how the trigrams work and how we can kind of model our behavior on what they're doing and to fit in with them. And for this one, they said, above the lake is the wind in a truth. The noble one deliberates over legal proceedings and delays executions. Mm. Um, which, and it's a li 
little weird that it suddenly brings in this courtroom imagery. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can take that as a general picture of how you take decisions and settle things and fix things. And so saying the conversation is ongoing between the lake and the wind, it doesn't settle things. It doesn't say this pattern of ripples right. is just right and now it's going to set like a jelly. No, because mm-hmm. it's always ongoing. So it, it might be better as an, you know, as an attitude and approach to adopt to think, well, I'm, I'm writing the first draft. Right. And the first version. And eventually you'll be writing the first edition. Um, even, right. Mm-hmm. Um, at all events, not being in any hurry to, you know, nail things down, but mm-hmm. keep the, keep the inner conversation circulating. I like that. That's um, really helpful. Mm-hmm. Good. I guess part of yeah. listening to inner truth, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You, you, you nail it down and, uh, it no longer has that inner flexibility to keep finding its shape. That's right. And, and with writing too, I find that having an iterative approach where you sort of, you make one pass Mm. and then you, you, you return and you repeat the process and it becomes refined Mm. over time. But of course you could always keep going. (laughs) There's never Mm. an end. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is actually a comfort because you you never have to say to yourself, right, that's it, mm-hmm. that's done. This has got to be the perfect version, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm, which is just as well, or you just never start. I wouldn't anyway. Um, yeah. So that's um, that's inner truth. Um, okay, that state of vivid, living, mobile inner connection. Mm-hmm. And then the relating hexagram, which sits in the background and talks about your personal experience of things is 47 confining or exhausted or hard pressed or hemmed in or trapped or impoverished. The word means all these things. Mm -hmm. Yes. The Chinese character for this shows a plant that's um, completely surrounded or maybe tied. It's confined. Again, that sense of being hemmed in. Um, and big projects can do that. Um, mm. It traps you and exhausts you and you're kind of mm-hmm. stuck in the middle of this little box. And yeah, it sort of presses in on you from all sides. So it seems to be describing the problem, but I think it's also has a lot to say about the solution. Mm-hmm. Um, it's talking about the experience of struggling with it, I think. Yeah. Especially when you look at where this one comes from. The preceding hexagram is 46, which is pushing upward, which mm-hmm. moves up step by step towards a goal, puts in the effort, and it knows it's going to get there. Then you arrive at 47, and the sequence says, pushing upward and not reaching an end is necessarily confining or necessarily mm-hmm. exhausting. It's this sense of, you know, I've been climbing to get somewhere, and I still haven't got there. Also, I have blisters on my blisters. <laughs> um, where is this even going? Um, so it does convey that sense of how knackering this is, but it also blends, I think, with 61. I mean, inner, inner truth has this vivid inner experience as confidence, as inner knowing. Mm-hmm. 47 um, is just being cast back on your inner resources and going inward because outside doesn't offer support or connection. 
Mm. And so down and in, putting the roots down is the only direction to go. Mm-hmm. Um, the oracle says, confined, creating success, constancy of a great person is good fortune, not a mistake. There are words not trusted. So to start with, it's a bit of a pet talk. The constancy, <laughs> that again, important in writing projects, the constancy yes. of a great person is good fortune. Yeah, And a great person is the opposite of a small person. And a small person is someone who doesn't have many resources and just has to fit in and go along with how things are and sort of keep their head down. Um, right. A great person is more resourceful and can see beyond present circumstances to where things could be going and hence has it in them to keep going, to have the constancy to keep going through this. Mm-hmm. And this is not a mistake. It's not wrong. It's very helpful of you to say this because it probably feels wrong a fair bit of the time. Um, yeah. <laughs> it does. <laughs> yeah, mm. there's always the danger of feeling, am I just going down a dead end? Should I, should I stop and do something else? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is this, you know, this is so hard. Is that a sign I shouldn't be doing it? Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. No, no, it's not. There are words not trusted. And I think those, that's a good example of some words not to trust. Mm -hmm. Um, Apparently an early meaning of not a mistake is no curse from the ancestors. (laughs) <laughs> which would be a very good thing to yeah no I, seriously it would be a very good thing to know um writing a, if um, you were yeah writing a family member mm-hmm. especially <laughs> yes. right so apparently they don't mind <laughs> this is good. Yeah, fine yeah. With it. oh good <laughs> mm, yeah but i mean it would be a really good thing to know if i'm in a world where spiritual connection all came through ancestors mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. to know that they were not cursing this because if they were cursing your endeavor then it wasn't going to work and it wouldn't right. be a matter of you know change strategy and something will work it would just be this is doomed this is you know this is not happening whereas if it's not a mistake you know it's not cursed maybe some strategies need are, have gone a bit sideways but this is not doomed it's not it's not completely off the path Right. Um, only words not trusted, which generally means don't believe everything you hear. Mm. Um, and that includes the inner voices that say, this mm. is so hard, I obviously shouldn't be doing it. It includes internalized external voices that, yeah. I, yeah. That also explain why you shouldn't be doing it and why it can't be done or whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes there are real people out there who will join in. Um, but yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. And the picture of this one in general is of emotional flow. Mm. And I'm saying that because of its trigram picture. Mm-hmm. Now there's a lake on the outside, um, which is like the outer conversation, conversation with the world, exchange with the world. And on the inside, there is running water, water that flows down. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's important to see this as one picture. Um, and so the water is draining down and out from the lake, down and in from the lake, rather. Um, 
and the lake is going to be drained and the all the energy for conversations out there will be dried up because it will all have flowed inward. Hmm. And the image says, lake without water, confined, a noble one carries out the mandate and fulfills her aspiration. Which I think boils down to a noble one writes the book she's called to write. <laughs> Whether she feels like it or not. I think not. that's what that says. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. And, and, uh, and that ultimately she does feel like it. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In, in the end, it all flows into one current, one, one inner current. And you know, the lake drains, but the river flows fast. The inner river, underground river, maybe flows more strongly. Right. What's so interesting about mm -hmm. this answer to me is it's almost a corrective of my question, which focuses on service. And it's mm. saying, yes, actually that outward focus is not helpful in this case. It mm. really has to be about yes. focusing inward and finding that interior yeah. motivation and flow. I Does think that make sense right. to you? Yes, yeah. yes yeah. That's, that's what I thought when I saw it. Mm -hmm, which is mm -hmm. interesting because so often what what motivates us to do things is to think about service and how things will be received and the difference it will make in the world and the rest of it. So mm -hmm. you know, common sense says that's a really useful way to approach things. But yeah, um, we're not consulting the common sense. We're consulting the oracle and sometimes it says right. something else. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Let's, let's go to the moving lines. Okay. We're back to hexagram 61 and the lines that join it to 47 in this you know, world of interiority and inner flow and so on. Guided good fortune, there is another no peace. That's line one. And if that line on its own changed, if that were the only one changing, then the second hexagram would be 59, dispersing. Mm. Mm -hmm. So this line is connected to 59. It's, um, you know, the intersection of that within a truth. Uh, 59 is dispersing its floods and things melting and dissolving. And when all the containers and boundaries have dissolved away and everything is in flux. And this line, I think, is how inner truth navigates this with guidance, with caution, on the alert, listening, I think listening to one's own instincts mm. and mm -hmm. everything is opened out and flowing kind of all the emotions at once. And so it says there's another no peace. Well, what other? And in different readings, the other has been all kinds of different things. There can be other people, other people's ideas internalized. Sometimes it's other factors you really have to deal with, like you have work to do, you have a class to teach, you have money mm -hmm. to earn, but it's anything that creates an inner division. So you can't be single minded about what you're doing. It just says there is right. an other. I really want to do this, but there's this thing, other thing over here. Um, I'm sometimes the conclusion to draw from this line is that you need to exclude or ignore the other. Mm -hmm. I think that's good if you can. Um, mm -hmm. and I think it's distinctly possible that 
the thought of how can I make this helpful to other people might be an other to exclude mm -hmm. at this stage. Okay. Just to get the mm -hmm. damn thing written. Right. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, when there are others that you can't exclude, then I think it's a matter of being alert and aware and letting yourself be guided around them and staying awake and in touch mm -hmm. um, so that if there are others that you can't ignore, they still don't end up in charge of things. Right. So that's, that's, line, good that's line one. Mm. Yeah. Then your next line is up in the outer trigram, in the world of wind. Um, line four. The moon almost full. A horse's mate runs away. No mistake. Um, if the moon is almost full, then it's almost at its brightest. This is a good time to start a journey. Um, you've almost got the perfect disc, disc of moon. You've almost got full light. And then the paired horse runs away. It literally says it disappears. So, yeah, I mean, if you had two horses yoked up, ready to pull your carriage, it's not, this isn't going to happen the way you had it in mind. Things mm -hmm. may be somewhat derailed. Mm -hmm. And it says, no mistake. Which mm, is, you know, as before, no mistake, this might look like a disaster, it might seem to be doomed, but it's not, and it's not. If you remember for a moment the shape of the hexagram, this is the fourth line, so it's the uppermost of the two broken lines that are in that inner space. Yes. So it's kind of paired, quote unquote, paired with the third line, which is the other yin one. There's mm -hmm. your pair of horses. But mm. that one belongs to the lake. The bottom one belongs to the lake and this one belongs to the wind. And so the mate is running away. This is the wind um, moving freely. I think, and tradition basically agrees that this horse is following her own nature and going towards something more authentic. Mm -hmm. Um if this line changed on its own, it would point you to hexagram 10, which is called treading. And it's about treading the tail of a tiger. It's mm -hmm. about the attraction, amongst other things, it's about the attraction of something very intense and powerful, as well as the caution it demands. It's about aspiration. So as advice for an attitude to write a book, it's about freedom and going your own way. Um, let the horse run free and let the book write itself. And if mm. things come unyoked and it doesn't all pull in the direction you had planned, then that's not a disaster. Mm -hmm. You can let it go its own way. You can. Mm -hmm. The horse is galloping off across a field over there somewhere and it's fine. It's being a horse. It's doing its thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to find a better herd over there anyway. And who needed to pull the stupid carriage? It's going right. to be fine. <laughs> right. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And that fits with the, the, the theme of inner yeah. truth and inner flow, too, mm. the flow of, of emotional truth. Yes. Or, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. And the not fixing things, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not, uh, not bolting them down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And line six, I think, is what not to do. Mm -hmm. Cockrow rises to heaven, constancy, pitfall. So persisting in this is disastrous. This one, if it this one points you to hexagram 60, which is measure. 
because that's also the hexagram just before this one. And mm -hmm. um, it's a very good start for hexagram 61. It's a good basis for the truth because it um, it kind of lays out how things, it divides things into segments and um, creates agreements and makes things bite-sized and manageable and says, this is how far I can go. This is how much can be done. And this is how things become digestible and right. this is how I can relate to them as opposed mm -hmm. to just having a great big sea of emotional stuff. So that's mm -hmm. a good foundation for inner truth, but it's, um, and here we're at the end of it and it's just too much um, or taking that approach too far. And you can say, here are the agreements with myself that will let me experience truth. But you can't say, here are the agreements about what the truth is going to be. Mm. Um, this one's trying to define everything and it's attempting rather too much. It's the mirror image of line one. Line one with 59 dispersing and the flow of everything going everywhere and staying in touch with that. This one is trying to lay out a plan and articulate it and make the dividing lines and say, this is how it shall be. Mm -hmm. um, and the cock's crow rises to heaven. So it looks like very lofty aspirations for the book. Mm -hmm. The book is going to do this, this, and this, and this order, and it's going to change the world, and it's going to say all this. Um, I have come across a couple of video, brilliant videos on YouTube, um, mm -hmm. short videos of cockerel, a cockerel crowing, mm -hmm. um, and it throws back its head and crows, and it carries on crowing, and it crows, and it crows, and eventually it keels over backwards, and it reminds <laughs> me irresistibly of this line. <laughs> Fainting rooster videos. You, you look them up because, yeah. Okay, I will. Cockcrow cog rises to heaven, constancy pitfall. So, yeah, as you, you know, I mean, part of writing is you define what the book's going to be about and what it's going to do, and you write the chapter headings, and that's all measuring hexagram 60 kind of work. Right. Um, but that needs to be approached with some caution. You can't define too much in advance. Okay. Um, needs to be cautiously guided helpful, and it actually, needs to be free. Yes. Good. Yes. Mm. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah. Because the work that I have been able to do, not all, I mean, there's some extra work I've done on top of it, but I, I do have a very clear idea of what I'd like to, you know, the structure of the book, let's mm. say. So knowing, I mean, that's helpful as a starting point, but knowing yes. that that is going to change or I need to be open to let that change. Yeah. And not be too firmly, mm. not to hold that too tightly is, is really helpful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Having something like that makes it easier to get started, I imagine. Definitely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm. So long as it doesn't become the, the sort of be all end all, this is what it is. This is what it's going to be. Mm. Mm. Yeah. The horse okay. is going to run away. Um, <laughs> delay the execution. Expect the horse uh, to run away. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Also, going to do its own thing. Mm -hmm. um, so, as that brings us to the end of the final moving line, what uh, sort of what jumps out at you from all this? Oh well, things are a hundred percent clearer. Um, yeah, I mean, in terms of 
how the answer to my question, I think what I take away from it is that the focus on service might be missing the mark a little bit in terms mm. of how this project can or should unfold or will unfold. Yeah. And so I need to instead maintain the focus on, yeah, on an, on an interior truth or an interior flow uh, without mm. being over-concerned about an exterior meaning or response or usefulness for this project. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, mm. and, I think and that also can, that can come in, but it's not part of the writing process, the right. anticipating the response and how it's going to be of service. Right. And also where it goes. trying to anticipate or to just sort of set out the measured form of the book at this point is counterproductive that what's really mm. important is that inner flow and process um, mm. and to allow that to take its own shape and also go its own direction with that image of the horse yes. running off on its own, let it go its own yeah. direction mm. and sort of, you know, follow it where it wants to go. Does that, yes. does that make yes. sense to you? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that sort of parks back to line one and being guided and alert and yeah. Mm -hmm being able to follow it where it goes. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's really helpful. And it lets me off the hook a little bit because drafting a project, any project is a very um, interior process, but then mm. a memoir even more so. And if you're thinking about, okay, how is, but how, how is this going to help other people? If you're thinking about that at the same time, it can be, I could see how that could trip me or anyone up, mm. you know, it's sort of, it's too much to carry at, at a stage where there's, there's so many, so many other things happening mm. in the process. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm, I don't know I when that it. comes in, but I'm sure it comes in by the answer. Like you're not, <laughs> you're not asking the right question. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. I was like, oh gosh, they, they used to say that about um, taking final examinations at university. Um, mm -hmm. How if you answer the question, um, okay, you get a 2-2. Two, two, and if you answer it perfectly, you get a 2-1. And if you explain to them why they asked the wrong question, uh, you get a first. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably not true, but <laughs> I, I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> anyway. Nice thought, Expl <laughs> explaining why they asked the wrong question is something the oracle is rather good at right <laughs> yeah <laughs> thank you so much hillary yeah. this is just a delight and i really i really appreciate your insight and um Super. and and taking the time to help me with this thank you thank you thank you for sharing the reading so that was our reading i hope it struck a chord for you you could hear how Elizabeth really experienced it as a conversation, the oracle giving her a gentle corrective to her question, as she put it. And finally, if you're curious about the way I engage with a reading, and you'd like to learn more, I think you'd appreciate the I Ching Foundations course. That's where I go step by step through all the real essentials you need to be confident in your readings. 
You can find out everything about it at onlineclarity.co.uk forward slash course. That's O-N-L-I-N-E-C-L-A-R-I-T-Y dot C-O dot U-K forward slash C-O-U-R-S-E. That's all then. Thank you so much for listening. I do appreciate you. Thank you.